opposite of page 100. And we'll start with Mimer Dalad. Sure. Ari, can you hand me that Hamish right behind you? Yes. Thank you very much. And so Yaakov goes on his trip to Paran. On his way, he stops at what we are told by Rafaham in his Harhamaria. And he has an avua there with the Sulam Mutzavartza. Allah are going up and down the ladder. And then it also says, Behine Hashem Nitzavallah, that Hashem is standing over him. And Hashem tells him he's Hashem Eloke Avram Avicha, Eloke Yitzchak, etc. And he tells him that the land which he is lying upon will be his, Hashem will guard, guard over him. And then Pasuk Tesayin, Vayikatz Yaakov Mishnaso, Yaakov wakes up from his sleep, Vayomer, and he says, Ochen yesh Hashem b'makom hazeh v'anofi lo yodati. Behold, there is Hashem in this place, and I didn't know. Vayira Vayomer, and he is afraid, and he says, Manora hamakom hazeh, how great, how, how awesome. Is this place in Zeki in Beis Elokim This is only the house of Elokim, and this is the gate of heaven. That's Yaakov's lashon. Says here in Maimonides, "Vayikatz Yaakov Mishnaso." Yaakov awoke from his sleep. He says, "Achen yesh Hashem b'makom hazeh, va'anochi lo yodati," and I did not know. Did not know. Vamru Chazal, the Chachamim say about this, Ilu Yodati Lo Yoshanti. If I had known that Hashem was in this place, I wouldn't have gone to sleep. Rashi, that comes from Rashi too. I'm just going to read the Rashi for a minute. Rashi says, Vanochi Lo Yodati, Sheim Yodati. If I did know, Lo Yoshanti B'Makom Kodesh Chazal, I would not have gone to sleep in such a holy place. So Ilu Yodati Lo Yoshanti. The Urgad says, you can almost hear it. pardon me? You can almost hear the, what's going to happen without, without even reading yeah, it. Yeah, okay, let's see. I mean, I can't, I can Okay, it. okay, don't say it yet. Though. Okay. I'll let's see, well, let's I'll see if, if, if yeah, not. All right, either it will be what we're going to say, or else it will be something else we can hear. <laughs> even though Yaakov Avinu, he was able to comprehend great things in his sleep. Because the Sforim uh, say that a person can be masig in their sleep, things that they can't be masig when they're awake. The Arizal said that he was, he understood in his sleeping time what it would take a person 70 years to understand when they were awake. The Grass says that sleep was only created for people to understand things that they can't understand when they're awake. So those are people of Ali Madrega. So Yaakov knew that he understood and comprehended great things in his sleep. He saw in his dream, which is really a Nevuah, unfortunately say, it wasn't a regular dream, it was a Nevuah. He saw the ladder standing toward the earth, Hashem is above him, 
Afal Pikin, even with this great Nevua, Omar Yaakov Avinu, still Yaakov said, Ilu Yadati Lo Yashanti. If I knew that this place was so holy, I wouldn't have gone to sleep here. What, what do you mean? You wouldn't have you wouldn't want to have this Nevua? It's not like he went to sleep and he, you know, was was dreaming about things that people normally dream about. He's, he's really saying that even though I had a nevua, I wouldn't have gone to sleep here. Sheimira soemes tovas shabamakum kaze enli lishan. That if the mida of emes, which Yaakov was, if it has a claim which says in this place you don't go to sleep, even though that in that sleep a person comprehends great things, he still got to do his share. You don't go to sleep here. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter what kind of kedusha you're going to get, what kind of madrigas you're going to rise to. If you don't go to sleep here, you don't go to sleep here. You have to do your thing. Had I known, I wouldn't have slept. So this concept is that if you're a Shemayim is telling us we don't do something, then we have to follow through with that even though it may, it may seem like we're sacrificing a ruchniyastik attainment by restraining. Not only, you know, phys- giving into physical temptation or something that would be negative for us is where we restrain, but sometimes restraint is in a makam where you think that you can really spiritually climb by doing that, but Yerushalayim tells you don't do this. You don't do it. That's what he says the Chiddush is here. You even sacrifice a Nevuah if the MS is not to sleep here, even at the expense of having a Nevuah. Now he's going to tell a story about this. V'yesh lahatim, we can associate fittingly Zed, this concept, Im Sipra, with the story, Meharav HaKadosh Reb Shmelka The Reb Reb Shmelka, who was a Talmud of the Magad of Mezerich, and then also the Reb Reb Elimela. Asher Yudua, it is known, Shameulam Lo Yashan Harbei. The Reb Reb Shmelka never slept very much. Like, like many tzaddikim, you know, just a couple minutes at a time. As his mother said about her two sons, the Rebbe Rebbe Shmoka's brother was Rebbe Pinchus Horowitz, the Baal Hafla, another great Sadiq. So their mother used to say, She has two sons. One doesn't wash Negelwasser in the morning. Why? He was a Russian? No, because he didn't sleep. Right? And then she has another son, you can skip the parenthesis there, who never benches. He never eats a shear of bread. So she has two sons. One doesn't watch Negovasser, one never benches. But for different reasons, then perhaps other people might not do those things. Right? The other the other of the story, which he has in parenthesis, is Sheinam Mavorech Hamapil. She has a son who, does, who never says the bracha of Hamapil because he never goes to sleep. So it was known that the Rebbe Shmelka didn't sleep too much. Upa Amachas had once happened 
Hishpia Olav Harav HaKadosh Rebeli Melech Zechot Sadek Libracha Shalom Lishon The Rebbe Rebeli Melech was Mashpia to the Rebbe Reb Shmelka that he should sleep. He did something to him, you know, that was able to let him go to sleep and get some rest. Mashpia him in some way. Lulamacharas, and the very next day, Hoya Shaliach Sibur, the Rebbe Bishmelka was the Chazan, he was the davening for the Amen. Vihispalo Bihislavus Kazeh, and he davened with such fire at the Amen, Ashakol Haolam Hispalalu Ito, that everybody who was davening there in the minion, the Shoashahigiu La Aziyashir, when they reached Aziyashir, Higbihu Bigdehim, they lifted up their clothing like they were walking through water. Now, I don't get the complete Yiddish expression, but Zihaban, I think it's Oif Gehoi bin Defalis. And he says here, Shehergishu ki'ilu ovrim bahayam. Everybody felt like they were walking through the sea. So his Islavus and Tfila was so great. Why? He had a good night's sleep. Once, once in his life, he had a good night's sleep. Everybody was swept up by his kavana. Vafal Pekin, even so, what did the Reverend Bishmoka say after that? Omar Harat Rivshmalka, ki od hapam eno osa kazos. He says, I still wouldn't go to sleep like that again, ever again. Lelech lishon, I'm not going to get a good night's sleep like that again. Sha'af shehisig hasogos ke'elu machmashinoso. Even though he had tremendous accomplishments and even was mashpia to the whole tzibur, a beautiful hislavus de kadavening, but he said, Sorry, that's not my that's not my way. Afal came who owes to My derech in avod is that I don't sleep, and I'm willing to sacrifice even hasogus and ruchnius because my yerushalayim is telling me this is what I need to do. He said that's the same thing by Yaakov Avinu. That even though he had the chalom hanavua, he says ilu yadati lo yeshanti. If I knew how holy this place was, no matter what, I would have prophesied about here. I would see this whole vision of the Sulam. Still, if I knew it was so holy, I wouldn't have gone to sleep here. So it's restraint even to sacrifice a ruchniyastika hasaga, not just a gashmiyastika one or something based on desire. Even to sacrifice a true hasaga, if it's based on Yerushamayim, and that restraint, then that's a path of avodah. Is it all on Yerush Shemayim or, or, or on the Midah Emes? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Midah Emes, yeah. It's true, a question of a lot of, asking a lot of, uh, not awful lot of people, but it's a question that uh, many people who uh, sacrificed their time and effort in learning because they had to be Osip, it's Rock and Seabor, right? Right. Concerned about having proper times with his family, 
which went on, and we finally decided to take the second position. But as it went to the scene, we went out and should look after it. But remember, it's worth the sequel, it's worth anything, even your family. That one should have been released for the Heshbon. I assume I don't agree with that. I assume you didn't act your own second family somehow, so it works that way. Spiritual Asagas. I had two thoughts on yes, students. One was that um, we learned by Parshish Bracious that, uh, that, uh, that Adam went to sleep in Tadema, but it never says that he woke up. And here by Yaakov, it says he woke up from his uh-huh. sleep. Uh, that's the first time he counted. Just tell me his wife woke him up, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> <The> figure. <laughs> hey, I'm here. <laughs> And the other thought I had is that uh, you see in this week's Parsha, even by Lavan, and, and we saw last week's Parsha by Avinella, that, that, that they had some kind of co-op that Hashem comes to them in a challah. So, um, so maybe, maybe one of the things we can, we can speculate on here is that uh, Yaakov Avinu is saying, you know, that there's, he had this incredible nevua of the challah, but but that understanding and recognizing that he would also need a different kind of recognition of Hashem to overcome the, the co-op of love and love the co-op it. of love and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good, Scott. Nice, nice Okay, let's take a look at the next one, letter Hey. Now after um, this experience is over, let's get to uh, where that is in the Torah. Yeah, but Ulam lose there. It's Pasuk Yotes. So it says there, I'll read Pasuk Yotes. Vayikra Eshem HaMakam Ahu Beis Eol. Yaakov called the name of that place Beis Eol. Ulam, however, lose Shem Ha'ir Larishona. Luz was the name of the city at first. Okay. That's just my merhei. Ulam lose Shem Ha'ir Larishona. Rabbeinu B'chaye Mevi, Rabbeinu B'chaye writes, Ki lochein nikra makam This is why this place, which again is Har Maria, that's why it's called Luz. Ki kamo sheyesh b'shedras ha'adam ever sheshemo Luz. There is on the spinal cord or the spinal column of the human being an ever, literally some kind of limb or organ. Some people say it's a bone. I'm not quite sure what it is. But somewhere along the spinal column, there's an aver, it's called luz. Umimenu asid ha'adam lehibanos. It's from that aver that the person will be rebuilt. Mechadash, anu, b'tchiyas ha'mesim, when the time for tchiyas ha'mesim comes. So we know that our goof decomposes in the kever. A new goof has to be made for tchiyas ha'mesim. It's a different kind of goof won't be an obstacle for the neshama. And that goof is made from this loose bone that we have with us now. That's what it's rebuilt from. Cain, likewise, makom hazehu makor olam. This place where Yaakov was, this is the source of the world. 
That's why there the rock is called Evan Shesia, that the world spread forth into being, grew out into being from that stone, which is at the Makam of the Beis HaMikdash. Therefore it's called Luz, meaning just like the Luz bone will be the source of the human body which is built at Tchiyas HaMesim, that place, the Haramariya, was the source from where the world was built at the time of my separations. So it had the name Luz. So it's the foundation of the world. Yeah, it's the foundation and from the where, where the world spread forth into being. And somehow or another that's linked to this foundational bone. Yes, to this loose bone. Okay. That's where the something, that's the source of something where it's built from. V'yesh lahosif, we could add on to this. Ki b'svorim itza, the svorim ha-kadoshim write, she'etzem luz she'yesh ba'adam. This loose bone that we have, she'eno nehene klame olam hazeh. It takes no hano'ah, no gratification from Olam Hazeh. They say that the loose bone gets its chiyus from the suud of a malava malka. That's its form say. That's its life, is what you eat from malava malka. So you're not really hungry. Right. That's one. What, that's what some people say. That you're not hungry heard anymore. That, you're I doing it the same shemay. Yeah. Right. We already did all the shemay for shalashud. For shalashud, right? Really. So it's even more so, right? Especially in the summer. Right. And the other idea is that it's it's the kedusha of that suda. Like there's something intrinsic to that suda that it's kind of like eating on Yom Kippur is, is bad. Some mitzvah. I'm erev Yom Kippur. Excuse me. <laughs> eating on erev Yom Kippur is bad. Some mitzvah. So the uh, eating of suda's malava malka just intrinsically it has a certain chiyus to that bone that the, the goof doesn't have. Is it easier to eat uh, suda's malava malka if it's tied up? Not to this particular mitzvah, but to, uh, to, uh, to make it into a Sudas mitzvah of a different sort. I went to a sea. I can see him. Right. Last Malama, uh, last, last Malama, right. 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 So does this connect the head to the rest of the body? Is that where it's located? Uh, we don't really know. We don't know which bone it is. No. No. And I don't think that we would know if we saw it. Uh, no. We don't really know it's what it is. It's not a physical bone. I thought someone once told me it was like the top no. bone of the behind your neck, but that was... Really Maybe it's probably. Did you see something like that too? Uh, did you see something like that also? I'm not sure why I have the impression. I, I, I assume yeah. I heard it somewhere. One of those things that you've heard but you never really right. know. It's not there, there's, there's an interesting analogy. I have no idea if, this, right. if, this is, if there's any basis in this truth or not, but it is a theory that has heard proposed. In the DNA, uh, there are three strands. In our DNA, only two are active. Only two uh, have been sort of mapped and <coughs> have correspondences. There are certain children that have been born today with certain uh, genetic abnormalities and certain uh, uh, certain uh, 
perceptual capacities that are unusual by normal human development of indigo children in, in some of the literature. The theory, uh, some have proposed to explain some of these indigo children, is the idea that, that, that um, the, in them this third strand of the DNA has sort of switched up, um, rep representing a, a co-op that was sort of hidden in nature that hadn't been active at this point. Whether or not it's true or not, but there's a sort of a parallel to the idea of, uh, of, the, of the loon, it seems to me. Something there that's concealed, yeah. that we don't really recognize, but it's certainly It's not active in, in our range of right. perception. Right. You know? or our range of nature, our understanding right. of nature as it is now. Right. Okay. So this, Aver, this Etzem Luz has no Hanoa from Olam Haze. Because of that, it endures forever. What's the connection? That the reason bones deteriorate and decompose in the grave, in the grave is kina, is because of jealousy. Meaning, when a person has shaykhis to the ups and downs of this world, you know, that is what kind of seeps into their bones and their bones uh, decompose in the kever. Virag is this, me is this a, a, a word? I mean, it's uh, quite that, a, a that, extraordinary that, statement Yeah, it, it comes, it does, I've seen it brought down before, yeah. I don't know where it's Macorius, but it's, I believe it's pretty, pretty early. Barak Only a person who has shaykhus to this world, only their bones decompose, which of course is the large majority of human beings. Avaluz, aluz, which gets no hanar from this world, it lasts forever. And that's also the concept of a tzaddik whose, whose goof doesn't decompose in the kever because he didn't have that kind of shaykhus to this world. The Isagam came. It's also brought down. Shenikra b'shem ramoi. This bone, the loose bone, is also called ramoi. And that's unusual because a ramoi means one who deceives, a trickster. Shemare atzmo ki'ilu olam because this bone, it shows itself as if it is getting Hanoa from Olam Hazer, but it's not getting Hanoa at all. What you see on the surface is not necessarily what's happening. It's a little similar conceptually to when the Malachim who visited Avraham Avinu ate what he gave them. So everybody asks, a Malach doesn't eat. How can a Malach you know, eat food? What does it mean he ate? So some of the Mephorshim say they were so rafe, the bird, the, the food. You know, it was consumed the way fire consumes the food, not human digestion, but like putting a korban up on a mezbeach and it burns up. That's what happened when they put that food inside of them. It was eaten, meaning consumed by fire. So it looked like they were eating, but they weren't really eating. So also this etzem, it may look like it's getting hanah from Olam Hazen. It may look like there's physical Hanoa from the Suda Malav Malka, but really it's not. There's something else happening. Belachain Luz Shayach Lamida Soemis. And therefore Luz is Shayach is related to the Mida of Emes. Belachain Nikra Gam Hamakum Hazeb Luz. 
And this place is called Luz. That's where Yaakov was. Bechan, Matzah, Yaakov Avinu Makamo. Here Yaakov found his true place. Kizeh HaMakam Shayach, Daika. This place is specifically relevant. Yaakov, Shamidaso, Humidas HaMes, whose Mida is a Mida of truth. Let's see if he has a um, little comment on the bottom there. Brings out a number of Makuras if you look at them for about this. Um, things with this yeah. It would use its color for Tefelis. Okay. There's a Medrash, I think, that in, in Luz people didn't die uh, unless they told a lie. And then In that place. In that place. Mm-hmm. That's another connection between the Midas Ha'emis and uh, which is Yaakov's Midas Ha'emis. Yes, take a look at one more. There was one more I wanted to see. Yeah. Oh, the Ramachal yes, brings the, lo- the lose in the human the Kosom Arabi, that it's the, the etzim from which the whole thing will come back. Right, and that will correspond nicely to this too, because that's, this is in the same outcome that Ben Hashasiyah, and the Kosom Arabi would be that one remaining, you know, Halak of the Beis Amikdosh that wasn't destroyed, from which the rest of it, uh, the Emir of will be rebuilt. Can you turn out the I was going to say something on that, one more comment on that news. Um, uh, there's one more name for it, Miskoi, which I've never seen with Taich Nun Samach Kaf Vav Yud. Miskoi is the other name I've seen for that. For that bone, right. Um, was that in Aramaic? I, I, I don't know what the lunch of is. Luz, Ramoy, and is the other one I've seen for something to keep in mind. Another name for the strawberry is Yiska. Is that related? I don't know. Okay, Maimur Zion. Vayar Yaakov is Pene Lava, Vihina Enenu Imo Kibmo Shosham. So Yaakov is ready to leave Lavan's house now. He's been there for 20 years, he's endured Lavan's uh, treachery. And it says, he looks at Lavan's face, and it was not to him as it was yesterday and the day before and the day before. Something looked different about Lavan's face now. Yidua misforim, it's known in our sforim, she'inyan halicha legolus, that the reason we have to go out into exile, hulukhabet sanitsutse kedusha sheyesh ba'olam, is to gather in the sparks of holiness that are scattered about in the world, and to 
retrieve them and bring them back into Kedusha. When you eat, go somewhere and does a mitzvah or does something in accordance with Ratzon Hashem, the Kedusha that's latent in there and that's lying in that makam, it's retrieved, it comes back to Klai Kedusha. The general rule is any time there is a spark of Kedusha, there is still a mission for the Jewish people to be in that place. We have what to do there if there's Nitzitz Kedusha. When the Jews finish this task, they go from there to another land. Of course, this is Bahashkacha. Hashem is the one who conducts this. The When we see and look at the exile of the Jewish people, the Chol Hadoros, in all generations, Anu Roim Harbe Medino Shanim Rabos. We see many countries where Jews lived for many, many years. The Gurshu Misham, and they were then driven out from there, from Spain, from England, from France. We were exiled from all these countries. And even after hundreds of years, Jews never went back to these countries. Like Jews didn't go back to Spain for really, literally hundreds and hundreds of years. Because once that task of gathering in Kedusha was complete, there's no reason anymore for Jews to live there. There's no there's no nitzutz of Kedusha left. V'zehu hashkocha alyona. This, of course, is achieved through Hashem's hashkocha. Shema'avir b'nei Yisrael mimedina limedina. That he brings us from one country to the next. Hakabitz ha-Kedusha mikol ha-Aretzos v'ha-Medinos. To gather in Kedusha from all the places where we are. V'chein Yaakov avinu shohaya v'galus eitzel lavan ha-Arami. This, by Yaakov, was like a galus. For him, say this to him. When he left his father's house to go to the Levant, Yaakov was now embarking on a path of Golis. Yaakov extracted from that place and from that person all of the Kedusha that was there that needed to go into Kal Yisrael. Once that Avoda was done, Oz. Now Levin didn't look the same anymore, right? All the Kedusha was gone. So Levin didn't have the same appearance. That his face, Mamish, changed. Probably had to be Yaakov Avinu to see that change. At that point, there is no more connection of love unto Yaakov. Period. It's over. The bond is gone. If there's a spark of Kedusha, there's still a bond there. And they could still be called each other's colleagues or friends because there's a bond of Kedusha. Likewise, when we left Mitzrayim, Shekhasiv, it's written, that the Jewish people borrowed each person from their friends. But the Mitzrayim were our buddies all of a sudden? 
they enslaved us for 210 years, and now we say, oh, you know, come on, my friend, let me have, have your kalim here, and your gold and your silver, old buddy, old friend. What's Lashon Re'ehu? That word usually means to exclude a Gentile or an Oved Avodah Zorah. And here it says, about the Egyptians. Ah, it's a different kind of Reus, he says. As long as there was some Kedusha there, it's that Kedusha that's still there in the culture. That's our friend. That's our likeness, is the Kedusha that's there. That's the Re'ehu. V'rak la'achar shehotziu kol ha'chafetzi mehamitzrim oz v'ayinatzlu es Mitzrayim. Once we took everything out and emptied Mitzrayim, sh'amru chazal sh'osu osa ki mitzula sh'ein badagim. It was like the deeps which had no more fish. Shehotziu kol ha'kedusha mehamitzrim. They took out all the kedusha. V'chein eitzel Yaakov avinu achar shehotzi kol ha'kedusha milavan. After he drew out the Kedusha from that place, there was no longer a bond and a connection or any contact between Lovan and Yaakov. And then Hashem said to him, Go back to the land of your fathers. So now in context of that, do we understand the, uh, the uh, I don't know, the third of the but the uh, treaty that uh, that uh, Lavan and Yaakov have the uh, uh, Well, isn't that really basically a barrier between them? Well, that the, place. I think that I think Rashi says that, that you know, they won't come further than each. Uh, Th that's it, right? That's that's it. Okay. I mean, well, that's cool. what it sounds like to me. That that is this concept. You know, that this is now the line be the line between us. We're separated now. Rabbi Twisky Zerchan Libracha said on Vayar Yaakov Espanay Levin, Nihime Einenu Idmal Keshav, Kidmal Shosham. Levin's face wasn't like, didn't look like the same thing anymore to Yaakov. So he said that when a person has to get involved with the Russia, you know, they have no choice. So you have no choice. So Yaakov had to deal with Levin, there was no choice in the matter. However, he could still tell always that Levin was a Russia. Looked at him, he knew he was with the Russia. When the day came that Yaakov couldn't tell <laughs> that Levin was a Russia anymore, it was time to leave. So that's what it means, that he saw Levin's face didn't look the same to him anymore. He, he couldn't see his riches anymore. He couldn't see his deception. So now he said to his wife, now we gotta go. That's a great tour for relating to the culture. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the opposite. Yeah, yeah, it's the exact Beautiful work. Thank you, Eric. Go ahead. Have a good day, Rabbi.